0: Hey kids, Toxie here with a public service announcement. Don't throw your friends into barrels of toxic waste. It's not all that fun being a hideously deformed superhero of superhuman size and strength. And I know it's super hard to avoid toxic waste in Tromerville, New Jersey, but we have to try our best to keep it clean so we can keep you safe. And remember kids, always help out the blind. Toxie out.
1: I want to hear you scream.
2: It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man.
1: Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. Oh, every day.
3: hello everyone this is podcast of the dead the podcast about all things horror related i'm zach palmer sitting next to me is isaac wright hello. and joining us from the void <laughs> is chrissy beetle all right, lads. That was a very uh, ostentatious way I just introduced us, and I,
2: <laughs> I don't know why it worked. It's fine. <laughs> you, you normally put a lot more gravel into it. You're more like horror news. That is uh, no, the normal Zach intro. Well, we haven't
3: gotten to the horror news <laughs> I know, yet. I haven't I know, said it but yet. <laughs> I was just
2: trying to think of how you say things, and that was the thing that I normally hear you say. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, yeah. Uh, so this episode is going to be really fun. It's also episode ten. This is a big one. Yeah, I can't believe we've gotten this far with it and that people are still listening
2: Or that we have the attention I, span to do anything yeah, over a long period of time
3: More people are listening to it <laughs> and- I calculated it and after this episode We would have recorded roughly 15 hours God. Of just us talking I
2: nice. spent 15 hours with y'all Jesus
3: Well it's even more than that Because of the before and after time True uh, which if we ever, you know, get Patreon subscribers, I guess, we'll just keep recording the before and after, and it'll be like a behind-the-scenes thing.
2: Yeah, we talked about some nonsense.
0: Exclusive content. Exclusive You con- should give us money
3: for We it. talked
2: about, uh, uh, I don't even know if y'all want me to plug that Facebook group, but we talked about a Facebook group that, that is upsetting. <laughs> it was a Facebook page. Oh, I see.
3: Yeah. yeah. It's a Facebook page that Chrissy and I run with Ash and a few other people.
2: It's called Horny Luigi, y'all. Y'all should check it out. <laughs> it's called Horny Luigi.
3: <laughs> and it's uh if,
0: <laughs> It's interesting. If you give us Patreon money, Ash the Zach, Zach Zach will uh please themselves to Luigi. <laughs>
2: yeah you, you uh, that's the uh... I
0: have set up that tier on patreon by the way
3: oh,
2: oh, fifty dollars no. <laughs> uh, and you can choose the type of porn Zach watches yeah
3: <laughs> yeah we don't talk about the patreon that much at the beginning of the show but we decided to start talking about it just in case anybody's interested <laughs> uh,
0: but, but uh we and also if you start donating we'll actually think of tears.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not uh, all of them will be porn related. Yeah, <laughs> Only 50%. but Most of them not.
3: <laughs> Only 95% of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we do have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash PC of the dead, by the way, uh, just to let you know. Uh, anyway, uh, before we talk about the main thing, which is very funny and exciting and uh, interesting, uh, we are going to talk about some horror
0: news. <laughs> Hell yes, yeah, horror news time Oh yeah
3: mm-hmm. Nice, I like news It's good, especially when it's horror related Anyway uh, <laughs> that yes- was a very
2: general statement
3: <laughs> <laughs> Anyway <laughs> Yesterday Yesterday was David Cronenberg's birthday And by yesterday I mean March 15th 2019 Because uh, today is March 16th and That's when we record is on Saturdays Yep and the, uh, oh, David Cronenberg's
0: great.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, He's a, he a weird man, and I love him. Yeah. he would, He's like David Lynch-level weird.
3: He is yeah, David Lynch-level sure. weird. He's done Absolutely. some... <laughs> I mean, I love The Fly in Videodrome.
2: Oh, The Fly. Yeah. I want to watch that movie again. The
3: great the fly 2 i feel is slightly underrated i saw but... unseen
2: 2 i don't really want to though that fucking that fucking scene with jeff goldblum with the shirt off i mean that just carries the whole fucking thing and then <laughs> <laughs> it, it does and then just the end with the shotgun ah i love that movie
3: uh yeah also excited monkey hug come on true <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, how can you not love an excited monkey hug? Anyway.
0: <laughs> Dead Ringers is great, and I'm really glad that the Soska sisters are going to be remaking
2: it. Oh, shit. Okay, cool.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, also, I, I do want to say
3: that I love when David Cronenberg is in a movie that he's not directing. He's just in a movie. Like, the greatest film ever made, Jason X. Uh,
2: <laughs> Who did he play in Jason X?
3: He plays, like, the, the like the, like, detention center, like, head, like, I guess... He's like or the a warden. doctor. Or, or, is, oh. or is he a doctor? Oh, I, don't, I yeah, he's, he's... Yeah, he's like it, a doctor. And then he gets, like, killed in, like, the first ten minutes, but...
1: <laughs> I think I, I know who you're talking Nightbreed, about. Nightbreed,
0: where he's actually, like, a really big main character.
1: He's, like, yeah. he's like
3: the main villain in Nightbreed, mm-hmm. uh, which is awesome. Uh, I don't know, that's probably a spoiler, actually. Uh, so, sorry? I don't know.
0: <laughs> Most people have seen Nightbreed, and if I, they haven't, then... <laughs> why not
2: you didn't go for the the, the the overwhelmingly insulting like we normally do for people who haven't seen movies if you haven't
0: seen it fuck you
3: why
2: Why are you here god what are you doing with fuck your life fuck you you dumb bitch
0: <laughs> <laughs> much more you are radiating like some dumb bitch energy if you haven't seen my brain
3: why are you drinking so much dumb bitch juice
2: <laughs> oh so another news it is the 40th anniversary of alien right around now uh we have Woo! been talking about, about that before and as a result they have been releasing a lot of shorts uh, primarily on their twitter uh unfortunately i haven't personally seen them yet but i've heard they're really interesting and i'm stoked i love alien uh i wish they would make another alien movie wish they would make another alien game a good one Specifically. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I wish they would make
0: it. Just, a... just Google alien 40th anniversary shorts. Sure.
2: They're, just,
3: they're just Google alien good.
2: Yeah. I'm curious. I'm going to. Keep talking, I'm just going to see what happens if you it's just, just gonna be uh, Google, bunch, alien goods. It's going to be
3: a bunch of, like, a Lamal yeah. <laughs> uh, But, I don't know, like, I, I wish they would make another good alien film, because Alien Covenant was not good.
0: Ridley was- Scott isn't going to make another good alien film, because he kind of got in his head about it.
2: Yeah. It feels like it, because especially after. Like, Prometheus is good, but then I felt like once it diverted. Prometheus is boring. I like Prometheus, but I feel like once it diverted that way, it became a totally different franchise. It wasn't alien it has anymore. It some
0: good kills, but overall, it was boring.
2: Well, I love the stuff with the space jockey. I love the stuff with the, the whole, like, bioengineering. I love everything about Prometheus. So. I like
3: Prometheus uh, a lot, actually, but Alien Covenant. There is no particular reason why you should have a scene, a really long scene, really, <laughs> uh, where a an android is teaching a another version of itself how to play flute. I, I don't, I don't like that. I, I that still haven't seen Covenant because,
0: <laughs> because Prometheus put me off. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I woke yeah. up like halfway through Covenant, was totally lost, and thought it was okay, but didn't like the alien. It was too CG. I yeah. mean, I don't know.
3: Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, that is another reason that I didn't like it. We're, we're getting off track here, but, but all track. I want to say is fuck <laughs> Alien Covenant. I don't like See, it. See,
0: instead of CG, we could have someone someone who's really good at practical effects, maybe, Zach.
3: Oh, that was a good segue. Uh, I was going to make more like rubber suit jokes. Like, maybe they should <laughs> make it more like a Godzilla film. But uh, let's uh, talk about Tom Savini's book. It's coming out, just called Savini. It's a cof- coffee table book. It's got a lot of f- photography of like his special effects work and mm-hmm. movies that he's worked on and stuff. And it's gonna be good.
2: Yeah, that sounds cool. Uh, that and sounds it's really also cool.
0: bio- It's a like a biography thing, possibly autobiogra- An autobiographical piece. So that means he wrote it, is what he's, you say? Or he's written, I think, bits of it. But otherwise, are... it's more just a hey, this is. Everything this dude's ever done. He
3: could he could do a Trump and have it ghost written. <laughs> he ghost writes his own autobiography. I, don't
0: <laughs> have, it, I think Sabini's actually smart.
2: Yeah, no. Well, also, I I think it's interesting that that it is going to have like autobiographical elements to it. Because when you said coffee table book, I just I just thought it was just going to be pictures and stuff, and just Mm. like you know behind the scenes photos. The fact that it's going to have a lot of like a literary element and like you know a good narrative and everything Mm -hmm. that's going to make it really cool.
3: I do definitely want to read the section on Friday the Mm Thirteenth. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's
0: great. The film everyone's talking about. We can't us. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's, yeah. it's
0: had a, it's had its big premieres at southwest southwest oh. of which tim heidecker was photographed there hell Meaning yeah tim yes. heidecker is in the film i think it's free real
2: estate
0: <laughs> there's 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 rumor that tim heidecker is in the film which would be brilliant, because I adore yeah. Tim Heidecker.
2: That'd be amazing. And th- that would fit, though. That would definitely fit to have, like, a comedy element to it anywhere yeah. in the film. Because I feel... Because definitely Get Out had comedy elements to it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And so that'll make it awesome.
3: Get Out was, like, real. You yeah, know Get I mean? Out
2: was awesome.
0: Yeah. And uh, the the uh, UK premiere, which was the 14th of March, or probably more the 13th of March, but... uh. I just know it had the UK premiere, and that Lupita looked absolutely gorgeous in yeah. her absolutely terrifying aesthetical look. Oh yeah, the red <laughs> so, the
3: red contacts. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good
0: stuff. Is, I am here for this. I'm here for this shit. I need more <laughs> horror punk looks on the yeah, red carpet for sure. Hell
2: yes. No, I'm very excited for this movie. I don't like. W- we said it's coming. When did we say it was coming out? Or do we know when it's coming? Us? Yeah.
3: We've said it a few times. I know. I keep forgetting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also have completely
2: forgotten. Okay. It. Well, it's coming out soon, y'all.
0: <laughs> I think it's literally like in the next two weeks or in like yeah. the next week or so. Yeah. I,
3: I think it is. Uh uh, to go on to other things, <laughs>
2: <laughs> segues—we're good at them. <laughs> well,
3: I do. I do also want to say before we get off of that topic that I love Jordan Peele. Yeah, yeah, Jordan Peele uh, is brilliant, and and he is creating a unique brand of horror and just image for himself that I am very looking forward to, like mm-hmm. in the next few Absolutely. years to just see what he's gonna do because he is he's on a whole other level.
0: Actually, scary horror that yeah, isn't uh, just yeah. jump scares I was about and to say, he's gonna ghosts a- as well, and social commentary within horror.
2: Yeah, he's gonna be the next fucking Wes Craven or next fucking John Carpenter, just the next he's, big he's fucking he's horror director. Jordan you know Peel. what I mean? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. like
0: it when people say you're the next blank. He's, know, he's the first get- Jordan Peele, but. True.
2: It is very unique, but at the same time, there are very few horror directors that rise to like the biggest ranks possible. There yeah. there aren't that many mm-hmm. Halloweens and Friday the 13th out there. You know what I mean? So yeah. fucking for another one to, like another fucking great horror well, director. Well, if come we're wrong, getting technical here, we
3: talked about how Friday the thirteenth and Halloween both have the most amount of sequels of any <laughs> horror films. So, there really are a lot of them out there. But okay, yeah. That's
0: not what I meant. <laughs> there are a lot of Friday the thirteenth. We should know. We've watched them.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) seen all of them uh anyway (laughs) uh there is a new uh horror film coming out it's it's a period period horror film which i don't think there's a whole lot of them recently and i really like that like i like the witch because it was a period Mm. horror film uh it's called the headhunter uh and it's about like a medieval like bounty hunter
2: Mm. yeah that's what Mm. it looks like i i I, you can't glean a whole lot from it because it's very dark like just lighting wise but at the same time it does look to be in like the vein of the descent or something like that. That's what yeah. you even mm. said while we are watching it. It looks rad. Like, I, I'm digging it, too.
3: It it looks like a, a horror Skyrim.
2: Yeah, it really <laughs> does. He even, like, mutters something that sounds remarkably like a Fusroda halfway <laughs> through. I
0: was <laughs> no, just like,
2: It's just Skyrim? You go
0: into the film, and it's just the intro to Skyrim. God damn it,
1: Todd Howard, you've done it Yeah,
2: exactly. You just see the Bethesda logo come up at first, and you're like, God damn it. Damn Damn it, Todd! This is just a Source Movie Maker film, isn't it? You son of a bitch. You got me again.
3: It's a fake trailer. (laughs)
2: <laughs> but no, that looks good. We'll keep you posted on that one for when we see it or know when it even is coming out. because we really don't. Whatever. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> Google is your friend. Kind of. Not the company, just the the, the product yeah. that they put oh, out. Oh, the company is definitely
3: out to just source and mine any information True. possible about yeah. you. But I don't want to get into that because <laughs> that's like a 15-hour
2: conversation. I, no. Yeah. No more Google. <laughs> All about... The next season of Chilling, episodes, or chilling Adventures of Sabrina coming oh, out. Oh, yes. It is coming out April 5th. Y'all, I am stoked. Don't got that much more to go before then. They they did release a new poster. You can find it on their, their Facebook and everything. And I'm sure if you're on Netflix long enough, they'll probably have some promotion on there, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know they are. Yeah, so.
3: fairly soon. They normally, like, release trailers, like, a few days before. Yeah, so For whatever
0: I- reason, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With, just, with, like, second seasons and stuff, they normally just do it like a, a day or two beforehand
3: yeah they're like mm. they're like well here's a trailer
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, or, and which is interestingly in some it, cases you know. they don't even post a trailer and you'll just look and there's just new episodes
2: yeah oh, exactly okay. that's how it happens yeah most and i'm of
1: like oh fuck yeah
2: because uh, i'll uh, be honest like a lot of times i i watch trailers sometimes but you know what i love the anticipation of just getting to see something that i'm really anticipating i don't really follow trailers and stuff a lot like in my own personal life i do for for the news and yeah. stuff but but most of the time i'm just like oh shit this is coming out cool and i know nothing about it going on. Right. <laughs> and then i'm either extremely ecstatic about it or woefully disappointed
3: <laughs> interestingly enough uh april 5th is also the same uh Day that the new pet cemetery is coming out. That's right. Yeah, we were yeah. talking about that before which is, as well. Which is cool. Which we've already talked about. So we'll shut up now about <laughs> I don't about that. Be
0: buried uh, in this remake of Pet Cemetery. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I have nothing to do with it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
3: but you know, apparently, somebody who wants to do something with us, or at least wants have something to do with us, because they followed us on Twitter for whatever yes. reason is
0: uh <laughs> so to to all those out there that that know who simon bamford is he played and to those who don't he played Ball and onaka in not possible than hellraiser and onaka in nightbreed onaka is the bald guy that 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 you see zach the thin bald guy mm-hmm. with the dog right. yeah uh-huh. yeah he followed us on twitter now,
2: That's really we cool. didn't.
0: The only person that I actually remembered to follow from the Hellraiser thing was, <laughs> was Clive Barker's Twitter. So somehow, Simon Bamford found our Twitter. <laughs> Thank you, Simon, Which if you listening guess,
2: Yeah, to yeah this absolutely. Episode. Thank you very much. That's amazing. We appreciate like, it. I mean, it's a very flattering feeling, because, like I said, I think I was saying before, that it's like, we don't know things. We yeah. don't uh, we yeah. just talk. We just ramble on for about an hour. <laughs> I literally
3: watched the movie that we're talking about yesterday. Also, uh, shout yeah. out. I'm
0: going to give a quick shout out to my Troma Team UK guys. Shout out to Fraser, Liam, Ander, and Seamus, and... You all, you are good lads.
2: Yeah, we we got a shout out to you because of what we're talking about today, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but but again, yeah, no. Super stoked that um, the gentleman that plays Butterball is following us. I think that's really cool. Uh, thank you again. But uh, another piece of news. Uh, this this kind of sucks actually. Uh, John Carpenter was doing a new horror series called Tales for Halloween Night, and you said it was for AMC, correct, Chrissy? Sci-fi. Sci-fi. Um, it's always for sci-fi. AMC, True.
0: AMC We're are about doing it. the Joe Hill Nosferatu series. Oh, oh okay. yeah, that's yeah. Stephen,
3: that Stephen King's mm. son series, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, no, he was producing this uh, or directing this series for Sci-Fi, for and C- they canceled it. C-fee. They fucking canceled it, and I'm really <laughs> upset because I love John Carpenter. I'm about everything that he's pretty much done, including Ghost to Mars. Love that movie. But... <laughs>
3: What's wrong with you? Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but that got cancelled so hopefully John Carpenter uh, picks himself back up and it produces or it fucking shops it somewhere else. Who doesn't want a John Carpenter series? Give me a break y'all. I hate TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: TV sucks! That's why we don't have cable anymore. Yeah,
2: exactly. Also the lightning just fried our cable box.
3: Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah that's true. Speaking of
0: things that suck.
1: <laughs> suck!
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, eighty-eight films. Who do a lot of um, re-releases and stuff. They're a UK-based brand. They're releasing uh, the the Blu-ray box set of all four Anaconda films. Only three thousand, but bo- only three thousand are being produced. But there's. <laughs> In, they won't sell all of those, <laughs> by the way. Are, they're gonna... Anaconda... Anaconda's Hunt for the Blood Orchid. Anaconda yeah. 3, Offspring, and Anaconda's tra- Trail of Blood. Why? Oh
2: my god. <laughs> yeah, no, you mentioned this before the episode. I'm like, they made more than one? What is David this? David yeah. is in three... <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Three of them, or just <laughs> one just, <of> just,
1: <laughs>
0: just 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 three. Just anaconda okay. three.
2: <laughs>
1: three <laughs> to of sure. them. <laughs> he needed money so bad. <laughs> it, that, it, that was, it's, why it's kind, it was kind, of, kind of funny
0: to me. It's kind of it sucks because this box set looks really good. It's got a really nice, <laughs> got some really nice art by an artist called Jeremy Paler and it looks cool. <laughs>
3: I have one question and one question only: Who asked for this? Someone. <laughs> Very.
0: That maybe that anaconda that was found in Brazil that was over fifty foot long asked for it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's
3: we, yeah. fucking terrifying.
2: That's, yeah, that's horror news in and of itself <laughs> that someone found a fucking fifty foot snake.
3: Fifty foot snake. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ! I don't. I don't remember what the record was before this, but I think it was like under forty. I think it was like thirty-eight feet or something like that. But a fifty-foot snake.
0: Fifty foot plus kidding as me? well. They said it was like more than fifty foot.
2: For reference, do we have any idea what like something that's fifty foot? Like how long is a school bus? School bus can't um, be fifty foot. It's under fifty. Yeah, feet. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. School bus is shorter than fi- the trailers we un un unload at my at my job. Those are fifty five foot trailers. Right. They're long as fuck. Snakes longer than that. Jesus Christ, it's, it's a longer than a big Ring. Yeah.
3: It's around that size. Fuck. I, I don't know. Ooh. oh, god! Just thinking about that. God, that's a big snake. It's a big fucking snake. Definitely Slippery boy. got gonna, gonna weigh. It's kind of way over a ton. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. oh,
0: and
2: maybe. knowing snakes <laughs> with enough children inside
0: <laughs> it's probably a girl.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what you were saying. Yeah, the, the female to, snakes are typically longer.
0: They tend to be the
3: longer yeah, ones. They tend to be bigger. They tend to be big boys. Oh, big girl. Big girl. Well. Well, we're going to end on that
2: horrifying <laughs> note. Uh, that there are, Watch uh, out for fifty-foot snakes, y'all. I don't think it applies unless you live in Brazil, <laughs> but it might. <laughs> they're, they're out there.
3: They're out, they exist. Anyway, now for the thing, the real thing, the main thing. Toxic podcast of the dead. This week we're talking about uh, something very special for our 10th episode. Uh, This is something... Well, we talk about a lot of trauma stuff and Lloyd Kaufman all the time, but this time we're actually going to dedicate an episode to it. Uh, We're talking about The Toxic Avenger.
2: This is like one of the most classic films you can watch. You know what I mean? Like classic in so many senses. It's it's
3: a cult classic. It's the epitome of a cult classic. And uh, I know Lucrissi is... Chomping at the bit to talk about <laughs> this.
0: Uh, it's it's my boy. It's it is my personal friend Lloyd Kaufman. And <laughs> I get to get that moment of being a smug asshole about <laughs> it. <laughs> I know Lloyd. You don't know Lloyd.
2: See, and I'll, <laughs> I'll give you a little bit of background. My my first. These are the only experiences with Toxic Avenger I had up until recently. Where when I was a kid, a friend of mine. Just had it, watched it, and I never saw the movie when I was a kid, but he had posters, he had some of the toys. I thought it looked fucking rad. Like, I was like, what is this? This is amazing. But like I said, it was something obviously my parents would never let me watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I do remember there there was one really random exchange when I was in junior college. I was just standing outside smoking a cigarette, and there was like a boyfriend-girlfriend just hanging out outside the same entrance I was. And they were having an argument And all of a sudden the girl was like, hey, have you ever seen Toxic Avenger? (laughs) I'm just like yeah actually because by that point I had I'm like yeah I love that movie and she's just like see and she just rubbed it right in her boyfriend's oh, wow. face because I guess he was like oh no, I've never heard of that that can't be a real thing oh that movie sucks or whatever and I'm just like you're a dumbass fuck you watch Toxic Avenger I hope she dumped that yeah, dumb nerd
0: yeah jeez if you don't watch the, if you haven't seen The Toxic Avenger I'm sorry but uh you are a dumb bitch <laughs>
2: Back to the juice. Huh? We're getting right back to the dumb bitch juice. Uh, the dumb bitch juice. Some, the some dumb bitch
0: one. juice is a uh,
2: strong with waste. this one? Oh.
1: <laughs> oh,
3: I'm so excited to talk about this movie. So uh Toxic Avenger. Uh we're gonna talk about uh, a little bit about Trauma and Lloyd Kaufman first because really they are they, they are dependent on this film. Because this film like made mm-hmm. Trauma, yeah, yeah, uh, and this is this is like why Trauma is still around. <laughs> is yeah, because...
2: absolutely. I mean, no, the, the character is so good and the movie is so good. I mean, and the style is so I think good. It's Trauma has forty-five a distinct style.
0: years. No, must. Yeah, I think it's about forty-five years that they've been going now.
1: God, that's yeah. Crazy. This
3: this movie was released thirty-five years ago, uh, mm-hmm. in nineteen eighty-four. Uh, and it's like we said, it made trauma. And we'll talk about this a little bit later. But it wasn't a hit when it first came out. It was actually it became a hit after a whole bunch of midnight showings, mm-hmm. uh, mm. and where it became basically a cult classic. But we'll get into that later. Yeah,
2: that seems like how something a movie like this would have to probably yeah. itself, yeah. you know.
3: So let's talk a little bit about the man,
2: the, <laughs> the boy, <laughs> the, the myth, the, 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 the
3: legend.
0: legend.
3: Yeah, <laughs> uh, Lloyd Kaufman. Uh, I Chrissy, I I want you to take point on this one because you uh, know Lloyd
1: personally. <laughs> yes, the, uh, so. yes, the only experience.
0: Yes, I was. I had the wonderful, wonderful experience of working with them at a convention where he and his lovely. Because if we talk about trauma, we also have to talk about his wife, because Pat Pat Kaufman is one of the loveliest people and probably without her being on the new york film commission being the commission like the, the the head commissioner for the new york film commission like yeah they probably wouldn't have been able to get much made <laughs> if oh. it wasn't for her and she's great and yeah but lloyd lloyd is a smart man he attended yale he did chinese studies he knows something like seven odd languages
2: yeah. Oh my god! I yeah. didn't know that. Including yeah. both
0: di- including both main dialects of Chinese. Yeah.
2: That's hard. That's like one of the hardest things you can yeah. learn, like as an adult. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. after you're out of your formative years. So so
3: Mandarin and Cantonese. Yeah, <laughs> is, is that what it is? Okay. Oh wow. Okay, that's yeah. really. Uh, he's a really interesting person, unlike multiple levels. Yeah, yeah he's yeah.
0: he's always so interesting to talk to as well. Like, yeah. <clears throat> and it said, it, he was he went to Yale with George W Bush. Yeah. Uh, oh, they were there at the oh, same yeah. time? Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Did yeah. they were they contemporaries? Did they like know each other?
0: Um mm-hmm. possibly.
2: Oh man. Why but... did not he get recruited into the cabinet? <laughs> he should have <laughs> he should have been like taking point on all the foreign policy <gasps> of that era. I'm just
3: going to say <laughs> Lloyd Kaufman did
2: 9/11. No. <laughs> Lloyd Kaufman would have would have helped this country. Grapple with 9/11. Better. That's why one of the <laughs> yeah. that's
3: why one of the earliest shots in Toxic Avengers the Twin Towers. Oh,
2: yeah. that's that's <laughs> the most bit, that's the most bittersweet thing about the movie and any movie. Like you watch Ghostbusters, you watch like Working Girl, you watch like any of those fucking old movies. You see the Twin Towers. It's just it's yeah. heart wrenching. But... but yeah,
0: he um he started doing like low budget films like when he returned to Yale, mm-hmm. and one of the first things he probably worked on was Rocky.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's amazing. I didn't know that. That's a fact I learned before we started the episode. Yeah. I'm like, whoa! Yeah, really? he
3: he worked on Rocky. That's and amazing. It's, it's apparently when he formulated the idea for Toxic Avenger is like he wanted a film specifically. He wanted a film set at like a health club. Yeah, um, which is and when he was working on Rocky, he's like, I want to do that, and huh. that's basically the genesis of Toxic Avenger. And that's kind a, that's of... an
2: interesting, yeah,
0: yeah, and like in the 70s when Troma first sort of started. They were making, because the 70s, they had all those, like, sex comedies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. what they were making. And then they were like, hmm. And thought, oh, we could probably get some sort of, you know, money. Or we can, notori- more notoriety, I guess. We can, you know, we can make something for if we do, like, a horror parody. Because we've been right. making these, like, sex comedy parodies. Let's try and do this. And... Troma kind of have been doing that kind of thing ever since
3: yeah yeah they were like let's make the most extreme concoction of like violence and sex comedy and horror in like a superhero film yeah mm-hmm. all
2: together yeah it's very much taking sensationalism to its furthest point oh yeah you know what i mean and and just like as far as you can go
0: got, and then they've gone even further with with some of their films such as i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sergeant Kabuki Man, I mean... <laughs> yeah, Sergeant Kabuki Man, which is about, like, pu- <laughs> which is about the police inability to do to uh, stop crime. Yeah. Which was uh-huh. funded by Namco. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, I forgot about
2: Kabuki Man's one okay. of my favorites. Oh my god, I didn't yeah, know we're, it was funded we're not, by Namco. Yeah, we're
3: not gonna get it too deep into that, because I know this is gonna be a long <laughs> yeah. episode otherwise.
0: Um, uh, but... And then with you know other films that have taken it further, Tromeo and Juliet, with uh, yeah, which is which like is basically incest, lot. the film.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: T- Terra uh, so which, ha- which involves a uh, trans character. Right. Uh, you've got, I mean, Newcom High. Y- yeah, like... yeah. A- any of the Newcom High films, including Return to, which... I
2: mean, return to went far. Return to return to Newcom High. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I saw I Lloyd really... Kaufman pretending to be Buffalo Bill with his penis tucked between his legs oh in my Return God. to Return to Newcom High, <laughs> <laughs> aka Volume Two. Oh boy!
2: Yeah. I was really sad that I missed out on the chance to meet him when they actually brought that to Dallas not too long ago. Yeah, I, I missed it. I, I, I did Joel.
0: mention that to Lloyd the other night because, uh, as of this recording, Lloyd Kaufman did a screening of *Troméo and Juliet* the on the thirteenth uh, of of March, and I got to see my 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 lovely friend. again. Nice, hell yeah! And
3: uh, did, didn't he he uh sign the notes for this episode? Yes, he right? has, and I will <laughs> upload those.
0: I will yeah. be uploading al- those.
3: Yeah, he also told told you to send him the episode when it's finished. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's cool. Um, yeah, but how did how did trauma? start, specifically. like, Because Lloyd had a partner, right? What's his, uh, what's his yeah, name? Yeah,
0: Michael Hurts. He kind of does right. all the finance stuff. And it was just kind of... They just kind of decided to do some... make films, it seems. Yeah,
3: uh, and then it spiraled out of control. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: they, uh, the biggest focus they seem to have is they do emphasize that all of trauma is independent. Yeah. Not... You know, not based on any other big media corporation, not beholden to any kind of corporate bullshit or political bullshit. They kind of just do their own thing. Uh,
3: Trauma is like the burger records of (laughs) (laughs) movie studio. I'd say
0: they're more something like, um, I'd say less burger records are more, to pull it from something I know, more like a corpse with no name. Or Spook Show Records, which are sure. two entirely yeah. independent record companies.
3: Yeah, but they're they're mm. basically they're very independent and they're very much their own thing and their own entity that exists within themselves. And thanks yeah, uh, thanks like- for,
0: to their existence, there are loads of films that can get distributed now on such services as Troma Now, which you should subscribe yeah, yep, to exactly. <laughs> So before we get too
3: deep in cuz I don't want to like I know that this episode is probably going to have a lot of ranting so I kind of yeah. want to try and keep it succinct because I know we will go on a rant on this episode <laughs> on, on any number of
2: things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, True.
3: But let's get to basically what the Toxic Avenger what happens like what it's what it's about because I mean I know there's there's a lot of people that have seen this film and if they're listening to this episode they've probably seen it because it is like a cult classic mm-hmm. and they're probably really interested in this episode if they've if they've seen it and they're a big fan of it. But if you haven't seen it,
2: uh, how do I describe it to Ooh, you?
0: Um.
2: <laughs> Take a superhero movie, throw in some a little bit of a Captain Planet vibe, but then also Here- just like give it the the grossest color palette you can.
3: <laughs> more, more specifically, here's the basic <laughs> plot. Of what happens in the Toxic Adventure. There's there's a uh, health club called uh, the Troma... I think it's just the Troma Health it's Club. It's just the
0: it? Tromaville Health Club. Trauma, Tromaville Health Club. The
3: Tromaville yeah. health club. Uh, there's a janitor there. His name is Melvin Th- Fur, the Third right and he's a fucking nerd oh he's a huge nerd (laughs) more like Melvin nerd the third Uh, (laughs)
2: uh, and basically
3: like there's this group of 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 fucking asshole jocks uh, that they're not even asshole jocks
2: they're asshole murderers let's get it right they are murderers
3: I was gonna get to that I was gonna get to that (laughs) they start out as asshole jocks and then you realize oh god they're awful like the worst people that (laughs) have ever existed Uh, but (laughs) basically they push uh, Melvin around a lot they're really annoyed by him they're just like uh how can we like put this nerd in his place so they they like humili- humiliate him in front of the whole like uh health uh club and basically he runs away crying screaming and he falls into a vat uh, out of the window <laughs> into a vat of toxic waste that's uh, that's parked under the window that he falls out of So
2: the drivers because can do cocaine. Cuz the truck drivers are yeah. doing cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Best part. Best. Yeah. <laughs> I just like seeing their faces just completely covered in cocaine. It's like yeah. no one does cocaine like that. You dipped why? Why is it like this? And
3: basically after a long <laughs> and horrifying transformation scene, he becomes a on fire. Well, yes, but I'm trying to keep it succinct. (laughs) Shut up! (laughs) Uh, So, a long and excruciating uh, transformation scene. He becomes like a toxic waste superhero with like. Like he really is a
0: hideously deformed creature of super superhuman size and
2: strength,
3: but he has a great radio announcer voice. Uh, oh, absolutely, his voice is so good, which is great because he's like kind of like growling and moaning the rest of the time, but then like when he talks, he's just like. I'm the Toxic Avenger. Like I, it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. It's the greatest thing. This this movie is somewhere between like a horror comedy superhero exploitation film. It's it's its own thing, really, and you yeah. really should see it. And there's a whole bunch of shit that happens. Like off, like the transformation is just like the beginning, mm-hmm. and then so yeah. much shit happens afterwards. But we're not going to get into that. But that's basically the the groundwork of where this film goes off. There is
0: of. some brilliant blind representation in this
2: film well there really is absolutely yeah no that's another good point i mean this film ha- checks all the boxes for me really you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. there there are things that are a little dated like some of the uh, terminology that is used. oh yeah but yeah. but if you can overlook that it's amazing you know what i mean right. I, don't, I don't know <laughs> right. yeah
0: no it's a, it's an amazing and it a film. brilliant soundtrack
3: Oh,
2: oh, the soundtrack is God. great. It's oh, so shit. good. I really even put... <laughs> do, are we even going to talk about music? Because music is <laughs> worth talking about. Yeah, I mean, music is worth <laughs> talking,
3: talking about, but we're not going to get into it. It's, a, it's just like a lot of like... Rock. It's like it's, it's 80s. Of,
2: yeah, it's, it's very 80s as far.
3: It's very 80s, and then there's like a lot of like stock, like classical music in it, which
2: like
1: yeah.
3: There's just a lot of. It's an interesting soundtrack. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. It's, it's really very. Good entry it's thought provoking <laughs> um but first before we get into like any of like the messages that this film is about because it, this film is very much it's a uh, very con like conscious like politically environmentally it's making a lot of statements uh, but before we get into that, let's we we want to talk about some, like, basic movie stuff that we normally talk about, which is the effects.
2: They're so good. Like, when uh, I rewatched it again, I, like, the transformation sequence in the tub, like, all of those mm. effects were so fucking great. You
3: really have to respect the effects that are in this film, because a lot of, like, the gore stuff
0: looks kind of real. Oh, like, it's Yeah, you got to really, like... I mean, and some of this, like, the head crushes, they use watermelons. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. And, like... But- but you wouldn't be able to tell. The kid, the kid on the bike was upsetting to the me. Kid. And the dog. Yeah. The, the kid, kid and, the, and dog the dog were the two that got me, and that those were the ones I was the, squeamish the about. The
3: kid and the dog are both really realistic Yeah, looking. they're yeah. very gruesome. Also, when he smashes those two guys' heads together. Oh, I love oh, that, that, though.
2: That's hilarious. <laughs> it's
3: hilarious. And then where he's just, like, punching that guy in the nuts when he's in the trash oh, can. <laughs> and
0: then, like, the drug dealer in the, um when they smash his head with the uh with the weights.
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's really realistic yep. too, but yeah, it's That not always makes
0: me go, "Oh."
3: Yeah,
2: that, that is and I'll talk about it at the end. I'm going to spoil it. Favorite scene is still just the fucking weights crushing the head scene cuz that's what stood out to me the most when I first watched it yeah. years and years ago. I, mean, I
0: remember when we watched it all. Because I think that was like your first revisitation to it, wasn't it? Was. it? We yeah, it? it
2: was. I hadn't seen it since I was like a kid. Or, no, um, since I yeah. was in college. But, you know, whatever. I was still a kid then.
0: We were all like super, like. We, we were like, we were all hollering and shit. Yeah, we were like, we were,
3: we were like fuck yeah. Like, pretty much the whole movie. Yeah. We are like, fuck yeah, that was awesome. Like I, I remember the first time I saw this movie, and I saw that scene where his head gets crushed mm-hmm. by the weights. I'm like, they're not going to do it, right? I mean, they're not going to like show it. It's just going to be like an off-screen thing, and then they do it, and it's like, yeah. and, like it smashes Half his fucking the head.
2: head is gone. And his so... tongue
3: just sticking out, <laughs> spinning around. Like, the mustache
2: like, is intact, it's fine. The
0: mustache was intact.
3: Yes. <laughs> That's the
2: important uh, thing.
0: Tremors Tremors effects. The 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 people that did it and the people that do it now, I mean, like the guys who do like some of the CG effects are great. I mean Tremor's great effects to take out of Toxie. You've got the you've got the penis monster that keeps reappearing in films that they made for Troma <laughs> and <laughs> Julia. Yeah. You've got the car flip scene that costs them so much it's been in every film since its first film, which was Sergeant Kabuki Man. Oh my like, god. This shit is fucking top, and they go all out.
3: Yeah, they really they do. No, like, that's,
0: they got no budget, but they go all out.
3: Yeah, they really do. Like, they they pull some great effects out mm. of a tiny ass budget all the time. Like, these are like Rob Bottin, Tom Savini level effects. They're really,
2: mm. really good. Yeah, and the even the, the like you mentioned the car stuff in Sergeant Kabuki, man. The car stuff in Toxic Avengers really good. You know what mm. I mean? Like I, I I didn't even remember that they were th- there was that whole like chase segment or not really chase, but segment where he was on the roof of the car, that he gets in the car. Yeah. that yeah. whole thing is executed perfectly. You're watching yeah. it, and you're just like, this looks like every other like you know action it could film have been, from it that could time be, yeah it could yeah. have been
3: a chase scene from like fucking bullet like yeah.
2: it's it's like i don't know well they progressed a little bit in the 80s from bullet but yeah but yeah, yeah. exactly that's what i'm saying around that time period looks like fucking triple a studio work there's no apprehensions about it it's great
3: mm. <laughs> it really is good it's good and just Car explosions are
2: cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Apparently, something that doesn't actually happen <laughs> very often. Unless it's like a gremlin. Like, uh,
3: yeah. like,
2: <laughs> if it's a gremlin, it happens.
3: Not even like it could just be sitting there. And well, I you, thought you were
2: talking like about like a, unless a gremlin inhabits No, 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 no. I mean,
3: <laughs> I mean the car, the, the AMC Gremlin. <laughs>
1: yeah, that That's one. What, yeah, the
3: one where if you look at it wrong, it just goes. It just catches on fire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, oh man, the gore oh my God. is the gore is so good.
3: Yeah. But beyond the gore, uh obviously it's got some messages to it. And the number one message of this whole whole film is really an environmental one yeah. and mm. about the the dumping of toxic waste that is the number one message of the whole film. Which and was the... a
0: huge problem at the time during the 80s.
2: Very true. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's it seems like it's been curbed since then, but like Not we are still really, living in a kind of on the surface level, we, we, yeah. we, we, we can we can think that there's not as it's much toxic less, waste going into our water. It's
3: less apparent now, more and mm. more so now. They're just dumping it in caves in the desert yeah. more yeah. than they are like in public areas. But it, it, it's still like the same amount. Corporations
0: yeah. are just shadier as they do it.
2: Yeah, for anyone who wants to actually get angry, just straight up angry, you you do need to like research news about how nuclear waste and toxic waste is disposed of in this country it's just warehoused oh yeah like some of the facilities are like decades old they're not getting updates i mean they kind of made
0: that reference as well to reference another film they kind of made that reference in return the living dead
2: Mm -hmm. right yes exactly yeah Yeah. yeah
3: Yeah, and, and it's like it's not. It's this. These facilities are not being kept up, and they're like there's leaks all the time, yeah. and yeah. there's like like these these things are they're just like ticking time bombs. Mm-hmm.
2: And every regulation agency has brought up stuff about it, and no one seems to have the the, the willingness to go through with it. But the problem is, no one even fucking knows how oh, to dispose yeah. of it. Oh. We need like, a
0: Toxie our... to help us
2: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But up please up don't jump in toxic like waste.
0: We don't big, condone like that. Or like
3: some big kaiju to like drink it all or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like we, got, we, got, we there's there's a solution somewhere yeah. in like some supernatural being uh for sure. Um but what also like if you want to get angry just google carbon offsets and like yeah. how corporations oh, purchase oh fuck up
2: yeah no that pisses me yeah, off every just, day just
3: purchase <laughs> they, how they just purchase carbon offsets and like ah we're done uh, there's Ugh. a whole there's a whole king of the hill episode about
2: yeah. it and, yeah and I mean i'll actually say I, I honestly think like i love the way the issue is addressed in toxic avenger mm. i honestly like the way the issue is addressed in toxic crusaders which we've talked about before right. i actually like the way the environmental message is handled in the cartoon a little bit more just because it gives you a face a single face to the problem that you can get mad oh, yeah. at in yeah. dr killem but <laughs> in this one <laughs> There are a lot of villains. Oh <laughs> that, yeah. Everyone's bad except Toxie. Yeah, and... literally everyone,
0: <laughs> literally everyone but Toxie's mom and um Sarah, Sarah. is yeah. an asshole. Oh, and 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 the children and that one policeman.
2: Yeah. Well, everyone yeah. comes around at the end. Like everyone comes around at the end, like the town's yeah. people, you know, all of them are fine. But any other authority figure Yeah, all the authority big... figures
0: are assholes.
2: That's a big statement in and of itself. Yeah, in this movie. <laughs> there's
3: a lot of there's a lot of like police incompetency mm-hmm. in this, like, and just like police corruption, political corruption, uh, and we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. But yet there's there's so many messages
2: here. Mm-hmm. It really it's very politically conscious. Yeah, so people that dig that as
3: the musical you're be is as well.
2: The, is it really? We, yeah. Which
0: which I've also seen.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> we'll, how we'll is, talk how about the, the musical
2: later. How was the makeup in the musical? I'm curious. It was really it quick. Was,
0: the the mask they really? used was great. Also, That's amazing. Side note: that toxic mask is hot.
2: <laughs> I
0: I I've been in it. It's it's hot.
2: Okay, I was I was wondering whether or not you meant hot like attractive, hot like will pop popcorn, or hot like makes you sweat. <laughs> oh, so I'm
1: glad that oh, you. I
3: was. <laughs>
0: I was a sweaty,
3: sweaty. boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh other than just uh, an environmental message, there's a, a lot of other messages such as uh body image, I think is is one of yeah. them that they they touch a lot on. Mm-hmm. And this in like the glorification of like uh what the perfect body is supposed to be technically and like how you don't have to be perfect yeah. really is, like, is 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 one big message that I think that this movie kind of puts out there
2: which is interesting that they set most of it in the health club too because that's like yeah that's where everyone's trying you that whole montage at the beginning Mm. is nearly everyone trying to get fit and be perfect
3: well and and not only just just uh trying to be fit and be perfect Mm. but also just like sexualizing it too like how they have like people being like like women being felt up you know, and like yeah. being in compromising positions, which that's a whole nother thing too. There's a there's a whole like like de- message there about like uh, the the you know image specifically with women, mm-hmm. uh, as, but well you know yeah. there's
0: a whole lot to
2: to unpack here. The the the, the breakdown of a lot of masculinity yeah. stuff in this is interesting, and with yes. with it, Sarah it as well,
0: with the fact that Sarah's blind, you know. The the whole, you know, the whole relationship that blossoms between her and Toxie, she's like, and it's referenced also in the musical, it's like, oh hey, I can't see your face, and even though I touch it, it can be scary, you know, it seems scary, but your heart, I can feel, you know, I can feel you, mm-hmm. and I can feel your soul and your heart, and your heart is good, and that's what matters. It really is
2: touching. It doesn't matter yeah, what no, you I... look
0: like, as long as you have, as long as you're nice and try to save the world from toxic waste... <laughs> You can get Yeah, pull
2: the guts out of a corrupt mayor. <laughs> 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 this,
3: yeah, this movie this
2: movie is weirdly touching. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I like I said, I cr- I actually cried during it. I don't even know why. It was sometime after he saved uh, Sarah from I think the bikers. Not even yeah. like one of the main ones. It's like when she was coming out of the health club and they started taking her stick and everything like that. But yeah, no, I legitimately cried during this movie. No <laughs> idea why, but it is kind of emotional. <laughs> I don't know.
3: It, it's the weird. Like it. It's so interesting like it's such an interesting film in like so many levels it's not just like kitschy it's got messages but it also just like touches you you're just Mm -hmm. like just like damn that's that's interesting again
0: again (laughs) with the with the with the romantic element between Toxie and Sarah Stephen's blind I you know I'm just like man Toxie is cool I'd like to be on the same level of good as Toxie, so occasionally we also reference the musical more than the film, but the, <laughs> with... But yeah, we we sing... We've attempted to sing one of the tracks from the musical together to...
1: That's to rela- So I can
0: relate <laughs> yeah. to, like, Toxie liking a blind person and how it's great, and more people should do it, because they're cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, and I mean, and, and that is... I feel like... And that's always a good... Message to send. I mean, I, I love giving giving a lot of you know a platform and exposure to yeah. blind people is one thing. Yeah, that that is really good. But I also do love it is kind of a trope. But the the blind person seeing someone who is mm. different uh, as beautiful. I love that trope. It's done a lot. I love the way it's done here, though. I feel like here it's done extremely. And then a sequel. Well. They yeah, like it's also
0: introduce in Toxic Avenger four Citizen Toxie in the alternate universe. Sarah's deaf, although her name isn't Sarah, her name's Claire, which is a reference to Toxie 2 and 3, but alternate Mm -hmm. universe Sarah is deaf, which is great, because it's, like, the other main, big main, like, disability of the senses that Mm. is, that is, um, utilised.
2: Yeah. Right. And so that, that is really cool. I like that a lot.
3: Yeah. It's done really well. Uh... The other thing that we touched on earlier that is uh, very, very present in this film is mm. corruption, <sighs> and, and I don't. Think it, it, it's not even necessary necessarily political corruption. It's also just like corruption of like the self and like of 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 character. Because I mean, you have the political corruption with the mayor and the police that are being paid off and all that sort of thing. But also, you have the 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 group that is like running yeah, both, over kids both in
0: are their slug. car. Uh, and right. I can't remember the women's
3: names. Julie
2: and I can't remember that. It was Julie and yeah, I can't Julie, remember the, the, Wanda, the Bozo, slug and Slug. Wanda. Wanda,
0: Wanda.
2: Yeah, they are the worst people. I'm gonna open with mm. that. But whoever that actor is that played Bozo. <laughs> favorite guy in the world. Oh I swear God. to God, he overacts he's so perfectly so in every scene. <laughs> but, he,
3: but he really is like the most extreme version mm. of masculinity and I think that's, mm-hmm. that. I mean, that's the point. It's totally is, the point. Yeah, is that he's supposed to be like over, like like this, like it's telling people who are like guys who are really over masculine like that, this is what yeah. you look like to us.
2: <laughs> this, is, this is how stupid you look. Your neck veins are expanding wide enough that you can't fit through a mm. door now. Stop. <laughs> On top of that, you've got
0: like the you've got the criminal c- cigar face who does make a return in one of the sequels. I think it's four. I'm pretty sure it's four. You've got fucking cigar face. Who's?
2: I
3: thought he died. No, he didn't die. He just got punched yeah. in the nuts. No, alive. he got shot in the chest. He he, he survives. So that's when like the they did the Mexican standoff. He's in standoff. four.
0: I'm pretty sure. But he, yeah. he comes back.
3: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, he well, comes, he I, I thought he died. So yeah. it's like cigar
0: face is a thing. You've got. And you've got his two, like, lackeys, nipples and knuckles.
1: (laughs) You've got the
0: old lady that he, like, steam presses that everyone thinks is innocent, but she actually, like, (laughs) she's actually a leaguer of, like, an underground white slavery, like, trade thing.
2: Yeah, I, I am going to mention that that's the one part of the film that felt a little disjointed to me. Because the first thing you see is just him doing that to this woman. Nothing is shown with her doing anything before that. And so you're just like, wait, what? So you get the first sense that there's like I, they film that scene and we're like, wait. We don't have any justification for Toxie doing that. Uh the so in a dialogue about her being the slave ring leader. Whatever. Like that's it's, the first it's implication. Because he,
0: but. It's because he can feel people's badness.
2: Exactly, and that's where I was about to go with it, is it it's implied in the story that they just say that he has an undeniable urge to fight evil or something like that. Mm. But they don't really explain that he has, like, a spidey sense for evil. <laughs> no, well,
3: they, they, kind, they kind of say that. Yeah, they kind yeah, of they say kinda. that he has, like, a, an undeniable urge to fight evil. Yeah, like, but that's different yeah. than, like,
2: being able to sense evil on a person. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. <laughs> that, that, uh, okay, Toxies, superpowers aren't really 100% explained. <laughs> There's a lot of is inference tri- that have to go on. His
0: traumatons get explained later on. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. In in sequels.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, you um, you've also got the 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 gang in the restaurant. Yeah. Oh my
3: God. The way each of them dies is. Oh yeah. Oh the, brilliant.
2: the fucking fryer or the fucking fry vat or oil oh, vat. Oh yeah. Whatever where he, he clenches up yeah. his hands. And... Well, no, not over that. But he also fucking wraps the pipes around him yeah. so he can't move and yeah. take his hands out. Can you imagine how t- terrible that would be? Oh, it'd be awful. Just fucking fr- the shake where he puts all this- <laughs> <got> the milk <laughs> and the
3: ice cream and the salt. Oh, I fucking lost it. When, like, yeah. when I was re-watching it, I forgot about the ice cream scoop. Mm, like, yeah. I was just like, oh my god, it's amazing. I'm, I remember you
0: losing it when we watched it.
2: Yeah, I-, I just love the fact that at first you think he's just waterboarding him with milk, and that's like what the other clerk things too because they cut they cut back to his face and he's just looking like huh (laughs) yeah what's going why are you doing this (laughs) and then he's like no I'm making a (laughs) sundae
1: pain
3: (laughs) yeah Yeah. oh man just when he scoops the ice cream in I fucking lose Mm. it every time like Oh, man, it's so good. This might
2: be an offside off, off to do it, but my, one of my other favorite effects and deaths is just the fucking eye poke.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so it,
3: good. And then his eye, he's got his eyes on his fingers. Yeah, it's so it just...
2: good. And then later on, that character, I think it's Nipples, is just like kind of walking around, not being able to see. just like <laughs> ah, And then it gets like thrown into a fucking bin or whatever. There's a similar
0: one to that in Tromeo and Juliet where they use a tattoo gun to take out someone's eye. Oh, oh
2: my God. That's rough yeah
0: yeah that that oh. that would always to go oh,
2: Gee, I, oh. yeah eye stuff is always a thing except in evil dead 2 because it's so stupid
3: <laughs> okay so also political corruption is a huge yeah. thing in this yeah. uh, uh mayor uh Goody, uh mm. is like the most comically just awful like fucking political politically corrupt person like, yeah. that exists. Like,
2: <laughs> just wants to fucking put toxic waste next to the water reservoir and get money from. Organized crime, I guess. It's not ex- exactly explained why he's like the organized crime leader. He, yeah, he's like he's like
3: the most over the top like boss hog yeah. type, yeah. <laughs> like,
2: like villain. Like, and it's it's really great. And he just has just lackeys around that are balding and, and wearing just, like the fucking like accountant shades. Yeah. And, shit. Yeah. and you're just like, who are you? You are he, just a caricature. And then he just
3: has like women dancing like in underwear, just. In yeah. his, like, his, like, boardroom, I guess. I, I don't know what it is, but...
0: And it... the, the best part about the musical is Maya goody's a woman.
1: Really? Oh, really?
0: Yeah, so she's, That's like, insane. this, like... Like, because, obviously when you think 80s, like... 80s, like, business women, you think, like, empowered, you know, gonna, gonna sort of working girl kind of... Pantsuit. Like, uh, yeah. And she's wearing a brilliant, like, red leather pantsuit, like... Ooh. It's great, but she's just like, yeah, no, I'm just gonna fucking be corrupt. And gonna murder you.
2: children and uh, put toxic waste in all the drinking water. Bye
0: guys. She, <laughs> Women. she, she gets, she, she, she makes her, she makes two teenage goons throw Toxie in the uh, toxic waste.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, the
2: song. Oh man. The, the,
0: yeah, it's like it's all her fault. In the musical, that Toxie becomes Toxie. Oh Toxy shit!
2: That's because fucked.
0: because he finds out that she's the one sawing it, so he goes and confronts her. Wow, God. Yeah, I fucking love the musical.
2: I I do want to touch on really quick the portrayal of the police captain. Um, he's portrayed as a Nazi or a former <sighs> Nazi or something. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's a lot of inferences to be made.
3: Um the first scene that he's in, heiles. I know. Yeah,
2: <laughs> the
0: first scene.
2: And then, Which, oh, they
0: take that even further in Toxie Four. Oh, I bet God. they do. Uh, I haven't
3: seen uh, Four, but uh, I don't know why I'm thinking of this scene. And this doesn't necessarily have anything to do with him being like incredibly like Hitler youth, mm-hmm. uh, but. The scene where they're, like, cleaning up the scene uh, after the all the bikers get killed. Uh-huh. And they're all just eating tacos. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Yeah. I do remember that. <laughs> and they're just talking with mouthfuls of tacos.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of a... That's an incompetent police trope that you find in a that's lot true. of movies. <laughs> like, like my f- favorite scene in Sudden Impact, which is one of the Dirty Harry films. Just one of the guys, he's a homicide investigator, just comes up... Eating the floppiest hot dog you've ever seen. He's like, "What we got here, Harry?" <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, "Oh God!" So th- that is an image of incompetent police yeah. that has been propagated for a while.
0: I, I I just love how comically over the top the villains are, so you know they're villains. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. But I mean, the, the the police chief, like I said, it, there is a, there is a hint of how. Far right and fascist-like, the police force yes. in this country has yeah. gotten. Yeah, and there's definitely an acknowledgement of that, and I feel like there's a place for it. Yes, mm. I don't really want to go too much. Further it's, that, no, no, but, no. <laughs>
0: it's horribly realistic to now as well. Yeah, which also the environmental thing is realistic to now. Yes,
2: yeah. Like you, you, you can tell that they were struggling with all the same shit back in the '80s, and nothing's been solved. Yep. We really just do need a toxic Avenger.
0: We do. We really do do. need the
2: toxic.
3: If if any time in American history we've needed a toxic Avenger, it's now. For sure. (laughs) It's please, somebody sacrifice themselves (laughs) (laughs) for this role. Please
2: God, volunteer. Don't, please don't fall into toxic waste, anyone. Please, I don't think it'll work out the same I, way. I, I, I don't think so. I'm not a scientist,
3: though. It could, it could happen, but I, I just
2: try the two faced thing and see where see where it goes yeah, from there. Just, just do half of your just, body, just half, and then just see if it's okay afterwards. And if you're
3: horribly deformed and or dead, let us know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh. I don't uh, know how to feel about the messaging in this episode.
0: <laughs> I'm joking. We should, don't, don't do it. <laughs> we should talk about the effect on all the on like Toxie's uh, Im- effect on 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 many 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 other filmmakers.
3: Well, yeah, and, and just kind of like like we touched on it at the beginning, like how mm. important Toxie was to traumas. Uh, success and how trauma, because of its success, changed independent filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really like entirely because because it, it, and we'll talk about this first because I feel like it goes better in this order. Um, now that. Tr- like Toxic Avenger when it came out was ignored, really. Yeah, uh, it was. It, there wasn't a whole lot. of... Like people were just like, "Yeah, whatever." Uh, but then it started having all these midnight <laughs> showings, and and I feel like a lot of these cult films. That's how they they made their their mark was they started showing up in midnight showings. Um, yeah, and it, it, it really it really caught on in these midnight showings where everybody was just like, "Oh, this is brilliant! This mm. is great!"
2: And I think another thing to note is back in that time period superheroes were not really a thing. You know what I mean? Like, this is very much, at its soul, a superhero movie. You didn't really have a whole lot of superhero stuff until Batman came back and, like, re, 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 like was Batman, revived wasn't it? it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, well, no, Batman was... Uh, it
3: was later. ...was eighty eighty nine. Oh, it yeah, was no, late no, 80s. 89. Yeah, so... 89, like, but... I mean, before that, you had the Batman TV series yeah. and you
2: had the Hulk TV series. But, th- but those weren't really... <sighs> I don't know. They didn't rise to the same level of like prominence that superhero stuff now does. Well, sure. I,
3: I'm not going to say that definitively because there was the Spider-Man TV show too, and they, I mean there were cartoons and stuff. I, I'm not going to say that superheroes were definitively out of the public's mind at that point. Mm. So they but were childish,
0: a, right? Yeah. They
3: were. They did not have the same. The same level of social con- commentary that this did. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that's really, I think on a level, superhero f- films sh- in in just media in general should have that. Mm-hmm. Should have a commentary. Just like that's why the X Men was always great because yeah. it was it was you know how that there was that whole like mutant registration thing mm-hmm. with. I, I feel like this is like a superhero piece of media should have some sort of commentary or social awareness on that level. And every
2: time I view Toxie, I always view it kind of likening it to X-Men, because it's very similar in the sense of, you know, be comfortable with who you are, in the sense of, you know, there are people that are, are mutants, there are people that have deformities and stuff like that out there they deserve as much respect as anyone else and they have gifts that can be provided that that can help everyone i mean that messaging is very heavy in this and um i I, I don't know like i said x-men and toxic avenger to me are very tied together yeah that's how
0: i can i can
3: i can see that yeah in in x-men as far as like socially conscious uh you know comic books or superheroes are concerned I feel has always been one of the strongest ones uh, yeah uh I I would say also uh you know later iterations of Luke Cage uh because earlier you know it was just black exploitation really mm-hmm. but it, but you know it was black exploitation for a reason and, and I, I like Luke Cage, like the message that Luke Cage had and a lot of stuff in Black Panther and all mm-hmm, that sort of yeah. stuff. Uh, but Luke uh, Cage, and,
2: the Netflix series, is hilarious and awesome, and oh, I love it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Every, Everybody should watch that uh, that Netflix series, and they are. Yeah. it's
0: a shame that they canceled it.
3: Yeah, um, absolutely.
2: I didn't realize they totally canceled it. I thought they was just going to be uh, no, wrapped into the vendors. Now, they basically got rid
0: of all the Marvel things from Netflix because yep. Disney are probably going to make stuff with it on the Disney+. Plus. Right. Oh
2: fuck. Right. Right. Off. They're
0: gonna like basically
3: remake stuff, and I
0: fucking hate that they're doing that. Mm. But
3: I don't want to get into that. That's a whole other <laughs> conversation entirely. <laughs> uh, but like we were saying, uh, it's it didn't. It wasn't an overnight success. Obviously, no. it, it took a little bit of work, like a lot of these cult films do. They mm-hmm. t- they 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 have they gain over time a big following, just like you know Star Trek or. Uh, You know, like Evil Dead or, you know, anything that that it didn't wasn't immediately successful. It's got to take time in this. uh, This definitely got its success because of midnight showings. Yeah. And 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 that's, you know, the art of the midnight showing should be should be addressed here because midnight showings are really if you if you have midnight showings in your in your town. Go to them, because that's where you find the good shit before everybody else. Normally,
0: we don't have midnight showings unless it's for a big film. But if you can find, you know, if you're able to go to London and go to places like the Deptford Cinema or the Prince Charles, which is in uh, Leicester Square, go. Because they often put on trauma events. They often Mm -hmm. put on Evil Dead marathons. Go, go to these things. Go to local screenings of weird films you've yes. never seen. And, yeah,
2: you're going to support people that you don't even know you're supporting to make, like, cool media down the line. Yeah. Like, you know, all the shit that Trauma has made since then wouldn't have Buy on their website. Happened.
0: Buy a Toxic Adventure
3: shop <laughs> And to add to the local shout-out that you got there on our side, on the U.S. side, specifically in Texas, because that's really all I know at, at this point as far as local theaters, check out Texas Theater. If you live in Texas, go to showings at Texas Theater because not only do they have they have bands there and you can support the local music scene, but also they show some really dope ass films mm-hmm. at Texas mm-hmm. Theater. They also show like anniversary screenings of really good films. Like I saw Aliens there, mm-hmm. and it was the best possible way to see Aliens. <laughs> Aliens was also the loudest movie I've ever seen. By the way, uh, it was it was so freaking loud, and I think maybe it's just the sound system at yeah.
0: Texas Theater. I saw but the we will... anniversary of Killer Clowns. Uh, uh Oh, like no. Amazing. <laughs>
2: God, I wish I could have seen That's that. amazing. Yeah. But what I was going to say is um, we talk a lot about drive-in movies. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, we always say th- this horror film is like the, the quintessential drive-in film or really good drive-in film. This is kind of the opposite of that. This is a midnight showing film. Midnight showing yes. films aren't going to get shown in the drive through because right. they're not big, big enough. All oh, the drive-thru movies are always like the big films, like the shining. Like, I could just think yeah. of Twister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... But yeah, the midnight showings, that's almost a this lost is, this art. This is like, also I feel like, you know, a they, get ugh.
0: your friends round, get your mates drunk and watch it. <laughs> yes. Like it's one Absolutely. of those get your mates round films.
2: Yeah. yeah, and there's always a place for that. You mm. know what I mean? Like, there's always a reason. Hey, we're all just gonna get around. like the room. Yeah, the room is one of those oh, other ones yeah. that like I always think of. Yeah. as like, hey, everyone, come around. We're gonna watch this fucking piece of shit.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, there's. I mean, we could we could do a whole episode on just like cult films that yeah. you should watch. Like, we should just have an episode where we just list for an hour <laughs> and a half like <laughs> movies, <laughs> that you, uh, cult films hey, that you should watch. Hey, but... Remember? Hey, you remember? I remember. Oh, God. <laughs> that's the second time we've referenced that episode I
2: don't
0: know. Uh, <laughs> influence is huge Samuel L. Jackson had some of his first roles in a couple of Troma films
2: that's yeah. fucking JJ amazing JJ Abraham for a moment. while
0: was working there James Gunn James, James yeah. Gunn oh, worked yeah. on oh, yeah. not just Tromeo and Juliet <laughs> which is one of his best films if not his best next to like Slither or Super um but he also partially worked on Terra Firma and he wrote a book with Lloyd Kaufman about making your own damn movie.
2: Yeah. And
0: yeah. Trey I, I, Parker and Matthew. They Stein. are
2: really Yeah. Did they work with fucking Lloyd Kaufman? Yeah they too? did
0: cannibal the musical, which is a drama film.
2: Yep. Oh I didn't know
0: that trauma was part of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh fuck. Uh, Lloyd Lloyd has
3: tendrils in a lot of stuff. <laughs> uh, and, and I mean that in a good way. I don't mean that in like... In the like, like a horrifying
2: squid monster? <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I don't mean that in like a like a you know like a lovecraftian sort of way i, I, I mean that, i mean that in the way that he is associated with a lot more stuff than you probably realize he has he has t- he touches a lot of stuff that you probably wouldn't mm. even realize he was he was in extra like an, i think an uncredited extra in Guardians of the Galaxy
0: yeah, yeah he was,
3: Where? He was. Where? um he was in the prison yeah. Was to
2: really?
0: Yeah. they oh, wanted yeah. to do a toxic Adventure reference in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 but they got cut by disney
2: Bullshit. Uh, yeah, it was like something uh-huh. like, yeah, like the, um,
0: the the nuclear janitor or something.
2: Fuck. Oh yeah, yeah, blood sucking media corporation <laughs> or whatever he says before mm. Toxic Crusaders. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. Like, uh, the, traumas traumas touch on the film industry can is really. It's bigger. I don't think people understand. People think, and yeah, I don't think people understand like the level. Of influence that and it's had. bigger
0: than. I mean, they are the only genuine independent company left that make films. All of those other yeah, independent companies, like Legendary and um, Blumhouse, A twenty four, yeah, they're all owned by bigger corporations. That you know, right, they're, they're, they're all just baby companies under under a bigger conglomerate.
3: Mm-hmm. what about
0: fox searchlight uh-huh. very clearly oh. is...
3: <laughs> it's like <you> know, <laughs> legendary as well
0: the ones who've got the rights to remake the toxic avenger yeah i don't
3: know it's it are, it's it's a very rare thing to find now that there is a truly independent filmmaking uh business hmm. and trauma really is the only ones left They're it's crazy to me it's yeah i don't know it's it's and, ad- it's admirable. Really. And again,
2: and, and I think that the 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 sticking point, the thing that you can take away, the reason for that success has to be this film. Yeah. Oh, if this film yeah. didn't happen, there if wouldn't be trauma. This and Class of, would none of this would High happen.
0: weren't as big as they True. ended up becoming. I mean, yeah. so much mm. so that we got a remake of Class of Nukem High that brought it into the <laughs> 21st century.
1: Yep.
3: Yes, for sure. Uh, so, what are what are our favorite moments of this? awesome uh, film. I want to see
2: what y'all have. I already talked about a couple of mine. I'll oh, pick another I, yeah, one after I know that.
3: What, I, know, I know what mine is, so I'll start with mine, because it's a really small thing, but I just fucking lose it every time, and it's, and it's not the ice cream scoop, but that, that yeah. is a good one. No, it's it's where that montage where he's just helping everybody out, and then he knocks on the window with that woman that's having trouble with the popcorn. Mm. The
1: popcorn door,
3: and he just opens it for her, and then it's already popped, and and when, it's then, when he gets it back, there. As she
2: takes it.
3: Oh my god, I don't know why it's so funny,
2: but it is. I just fucking, oh my god, it's so good. On, on that note, I want—I do want to address, we kind of mentioned his powers being kind of like iffy earlier, but like, okay, why is it sometimes he touches someone and they burst into flames, <laughs> but then he can help a baby out of a tree or whatever the it's fuck a, he does. It's the
3: same thing. He has control over it, maybe maybe subconsciously, but he has control over like the yeah. heat of his body. Because otherwise, how would he have yeah. sex with Sarah? Exactly. <laughs> he would... Set that
0: pussy on fire. Oh my god. <laughs> Are you kidding uh, me? <laughs> one, of, one of my favorite moments is, like, my favorite moment is is also kind of a moment that people won't, won't, realize, like, won't think of. But it's that love montage between him and Sarah.
2: Because I love that yeah, part it's, too. It's, it's, it's really so good. good.
0: It's something that I can relate to, but it's just really sweet yeah. and, you know... It's
1: also, it really like, is. it's weirdly yeah.
0: genuine.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: absolutely. For,
3: like, for how much of the rest of the film is very over the top and, like, very obviously, like, satire and all that stuff, it's a very genuine part yeah. of that film. Uh, and, 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 I mean, it really is, like, to to the credit of everybody who worked on it, like, they really understood, like, what needed to be real and what needed to be, like, mm-hmm. over the top. Mm,
2: for sure.
0: Uh,
3: yeah, It's really good. I
0: just, I love that. I love that moment. And it always links me... Well, because most of the time that I've rewatched Toxic Avenger in the past two years, I've watched it with Steven. And whether that be via screen sharing or whether it was that time we all we watched it together at you guys' house, mm-hmm. it's always just like, I just want to grab him close and be like, you're my Sarah, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you blind bitch. Oh, wow. <laughs>
3: Oh, that's cute. I
0: can call him that. He said so.
3: <laughs> that's really cute. Also, yeah. I
0: want to throw
1: up. Uh,
0: I just, I'm, I'm, I'm between. Okay. Wanting you, the... you haven't heard the rendition of "Hot Toxic Love" from the oh. from the musical that we've done,
1: I, and um. I
3: probably uh. never will. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe we might. He might do it as a Lenin song one day.
2: Oh uh, yes. uh God, like I said, I. It's, it's hard for me to pick one from this one, because a lot of them yeah. are the gore. Uh, I, I love the way it's executed, because they're all really unique deaths. The, like I said, always, 100%, for me, the the scene I'll remember most is going to be the head-crushing scene with the weights. Oh, yeah. Like, 100%, mm. that's my biggest takeaway. Um, it's but, very cringeworthy. Yeah, but I mean... I,
0: it's it's not even... It's it's less cringeworthy and more... Uh, Oh Jesus! Yeah, they go and do it. They gonna do it. I, I cringe. That's yeah. all I'm gonna
2: say. <laughs> but yeah, no, the stuff with Sarah. I, I I love when those the people by the bike are messing with Sarah, and he's like, "Yeah, you don't want to do that. My boyfriend's like that." Oh, you boyfriend? He's like, "Hi ben guys, hey, what's up?" And they're just like, "Holy fuck!" And he's like, "Yeah, what's up?" I'm toxic Avenger, bitches. He's like, yeah, <laughs> you coots. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I could pick a lot more. Those are gonna be my two for right now, though. Because nice. I, I, I I love those two scenes.
3: Nice. Uh, one of my final thoughts on this is, uh, if you're like me, the first time you watch this film, you might be like, "Fuck this movie." Because <laughs> I I remember the first time I watched this this film, I was thinking, "What the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. What is <laughs> what is happening?" Give it give it a chance. Really really watch this thing and really like suspend like your. Sense of taste, really, for, for 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 just a moment, just stop being fu- a fucking snob and just watch the movie. Just just really watch
0: it and just like enjoy a movie and stop being a fucking asshole. Like, if you if you like drama, you can't claim you have taste. Oh man,
2: uh, I mean you can't. If you're a politically conscious person at all, on another note, you know what I mean. If you follow news and just care about how this world is going. You have to give this movie so many props.
3: The, the things this yeah. movie is saying are still pertinent. Absolutely. Like, I, it, just really watch it. That's all I'm trying to say is like, don't be a fucking asshole. Just watch it.
0: You no, know, I, I mean, yeah, two and three aren't canon, and four is very in your face. But there's a reason it has spawned a, a cartoon, a comic book series. Multiple toys and figures, a musical, a, a, a fucking musical, <laughs> yeah. and you know four sequels with a fifth coming when they eventually remake it because you know they're remaking it and then we can have Toxy Five. Hell yeah! There's a reason this film is so beloved. Yeah,
2: The message, watch it, or the
0: message. I will come to your house, <laughs> shit in your cereal, and you a nerd.
3: Oh, that's an extreme view. That We don't all share that
2: view. But. <laughs> the the message and Melvin's character, Toxie himself, are so good and so long-lasting. And the series has proved that. And time and again, th- there there's nothing that makes me doubt that the is going to be around forever. He's part of the American psyche. You know what I mean? Yes. He, he is mm. very much a part yep. of the American psyche. In one of the most uncomfortable ways... Yeah. But he has to exist. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? That photo of him holding the American flag says a lot about our country and says a lot about right now, more f- than even the 80s.
3: I feel like uh, Toxic Avenger is a movie version of that conversation you're uncomfortable with having.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah hell yes. That's yeah. a really good way to boil it yeah.
3: down. I, I think I think that's basically what this movie embodies is, is you don't really want to talk about it sometimes, but it has to be said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I feel like this movie is on a different level than all the other films that we talk about because a lot mm. of the films that we talk about are highly influential films or they're really big films for a reason or they have spawned some sort of trope within mm. horror but this is like this is a different type of film than what we normally it's talk about it's a separate
0: about. entity because it, it's also you know it's also on those levels it's inspired other films it's in, you know it highly inspired James Gunn and mm. all that you know but it's also... It's its its own thing. It's it's not a Friday the 13th. It's right. not a Texas Chainsaw Massacre right. in terms of influence. But it is.
3: Yeah, it's a masterpiece on a different, like, w- wavelength than yeah. the other films that we talk about.
2: It's half ultraviolence, half PSA. It's so <laughs> unique.
0: <laughs> I mean, whenever, whenever I go to trauma events, there's always some dude in a Toxic Avenger shirt. And there's always... I mean I get people in the street when I wear my Toxic Avenger the musical jacket going the Toxic Avenger yeah, I remember yeah. that and these are like middle-aged men normally and yeah. then I feel uncomfortable I... but that's another
3: massive <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think it's one of those films that you can enjoy on different levels too it's not just you you can go into it thinking that it's a socially conscious movie if you've seen it a few times you can just enjoy like how stupid some of it is True. yeah uh, you, you
0: can enjoy it for being dumb yeah but you can also enjoy it for being smart the dead Kennedys of <laughs>
2: environmentally conscious, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah. that's God, true. God, if you put dead, oh man, I want to sink it to fucking fresh fruit and rotten vegetables. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: sink,
3: sink it. Try sinking somebody out there that's listening. Try sinking it to a dead Kennedy's record. We need
2: someone out there listening. I'm going to do that right now. Preferably fresh fruit. <laughs>
3: Yeah, maybe we'll do a Twitch stream of us like Ooh, watching oh Toxic Avenger*. Shit. We'll, we'll try and get Lloyd's permission to do that, and we'll we'll stream it, and then we'll just play. Well, we'll have to talk to the Dead Kenny's about that. Jello, we'll do, oh, we'll, just, we'll talk to Jello.
0: <laughs> yeah, although Jello technically doesn't really have the rights to any Dead Kennies. Oh,
1: stuff anymore. yeah.
3: even though he wrote most of it. Let's be fair. All of it. Yeah.
2: The other thing I was going to do is possibly just watch it while Britney Spears' is Toxic is just playing on loop in yes. the background oh, just over and over <laughs> yes. and over.
3: But like 11 <laughs> seconds of it because apparently that's the uh that's that's the yeah. amount that they'll allow. So we'll just have an oh, 11 Oh no, I'm just talking
2: about what I'm going to do myself. This, oh this by yourself. Me,
3: yeah.
0: That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Well, just Before before just before finish this episode, I want to say a big thank you for Lloyd for making this film because without hilarious. it i don't think i'd have i definitely wouldn't have as many um friends within the horror industry mm-hmm. like fraser who did the toxi musical and's doing a bunch of other stuff uh or like liam who did a really good film that's distributed via troma now like i wouldn't have you know these people that i know and i wouldn't have I wouldn't have met people in the Liverpool Horror Club because they all knew me for being the, the, the trauma person. And we wouldn't have had that bonding moment yeah. when, when
2: I was at yours. Yeah, I was going to say, if you have seen this movie, mention it liberally to people. And then the first person that says, oh my god, I love that, talk to them for a second, yes. and you're bound to have an interesting conversation, because yes. that person's yeah. a smart person and like has some insight on something. It might not be something cool or interesting, but you'll at least have a good conversation with another human being that enjoys art.
0: Was that one of the first things that Zach said to you about me, Isaac?
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, that? I think yeah. it was. It was, yeah. like, oh, it was a, they they love Toxic stuff Avenger. Stuff trauma.
0: They, yeah,
3: yeah, or uh, I think it was they have a Toxic Avenger jacket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think is what it was. And I was immediately like, fuck yes, I want to meet this person. <laughs> and, then, and
0: then I came to your house. Yeah. yeah.
3: I, think, I think basically what we're saying here is Lloyd, if you're listening, Thank you for doing what you do. Thank you for making this, and thank you for continuing to fight the fight of independent filmmaking. For sure. We yes. we really appreciate it, and we commend you for it, and we encourage you to keep <laughs> doing more extreme things at the expense of everybody's sense of taste. <laughs> and we
0: will, and I I will personally keep coming to events and funding things because Lloyd is a great person, and I want to support them. Thank you
2: for sure.
3: Well, I think that's all we have for this episode.
2: Watch yeah. Toxic Avenger,
3: and uh, yeah. we <laughs> we do want to say thank you for everybody who listens to this crap. Uh,
2: yeah. We, yeah we, uh, thank
0: you for getting to this point, of the podcast.
2: Yeah, yeah. Zach told Zach told me that we were on episode ten today, and I was kind of like, what. Really? What? Yeah. I it doesn't feel like that. <laughs> the, the fact that we've
3: gotten to episode 10 and everybody just hasn't zoned out entirely and left us just just in the background <laughs> and is continuing to listen and maybe I think we're we're getting more listeners now for whatever fucking reason I don't know like who is telling anybody about this uh, other than I me. I know
0: I know Chris at the Liverpool Horror Club is telling people about is telling the other Liverpool Horror Club members about us. So thank you Chris.
2: Yeah. Yeah, thanks to anybody who who listens and shares and does any of our social media stuff which i'm sure we'll get to in a moment we 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 appreciate it so much for us this is this is our saturday routine now we just love (laughs) bullshitting for an hour but for y'all you you seem to like it and we're gonna keep doing it
3: it's it's a small milestone for some but for us 10 episodes is really getting there for us I i mean
0: i didn't even think we'd be starting doing this when we first started talking about it till like another couple of months when you said mm-hmm. let's do it as soon as it was. yeah yes let's, let's get let's, this done let's
3: do it i i mean we've committed to this thing we've we've done it every week as much as we can you know except for when i was on tour but mm-hmm. i mean we, we've been trying to commit ourselves to doing this and we will continue to commit ourselves Absolutely. to doing this because yeah. we really love doing
2: it yeah i think we all have <laughs> our, our, our enthusiasm for it has not waned at all oh yeah i don't yeah. think no, and it's, i love, no. it's my favorite I love thing.
3: it so Doing this episode has made me want to do it even more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's made me want to it, want to think about like 30 episodes in the future. Sure. So uh, <laughs> we will continue to make episodes and you have no worries about us doing more episodes or continuing to do this show because we will keep doing it for as long as uh, the world will allow
2: it pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's get some of the some of the stuff out of the way. Well, you can find us on various social media platforms. Oh, yeah. I don't remember what they are, <laughs> if you want to take that.
3: Uh, <laughs> yes, as I always do, I will
2: take the reins from you violently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just set them up. You put them down. It's fine. <laughs>
3: uh, no, I snatched them out of your hands. Uh, <laughs> so we're on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. It's Podcast of the Dead. Just search on Facebook and you'll find it. Uh, we are on twitter at pc of the dead we're on instagram at pc of the dead and as we said near the beginning of the episode we have a patreon is patreon.com slash pc of the dead please uh donate to us if you got them as they say <laughs> in many denton house shows uh but uh if if you do donate we are going to make tears yeah i was
2: about to say the same thing yeah. we, we joke a lot about the porn uh thing and zach will do it I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be fun, and I'll, he'll enjoy or not enjoy as I'll, as you see fit. I'll fucking, apparently, I'll fucking do it, you cowards! But <laughs> but, if, but if we if we actually get donations, we we will totally come up with some cool tiers. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure T-shirts could be made in some oh, yeah. in some fashion. I'm sure we could find I, all kinds of stuff. I to, have to patches, to stickers, being like, being
3: in a band. I have a lot of connections for making merch. Yeah, because yeah. so. I've made a lot of merch, and mm-hmm. I know people who can make T-shirts, can, can make buttons, can make stickers. So if, if you're at all interested in getting any of that merch. Please donate to the Patreon because then we can have
2: the money to do so. Yeah. Uh, like we're, we're more than willing. We want to show our appreciation however we can. I want
0: I wanna make I wanna make I want someone to wear some t shirts or something I make. That'd be sick. Yeah. Uh
3: I am already at that level, you freaking plebs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I know I
0: was wearing your I was wearing your band shirt last week. Ha <laughs> ha, nerd. <laughs> I <know>. Uh
1: anyway.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what we're trying to say is uh, we also have a uh, an email uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> podcast of the dead at gmail. We live
1: in the late nineties.
3: <laughs> uh, you know, we have. Yeah, uh, you know, we'll put you on an email list. I don't know if people still do that, but whatever. There's all kinds of stuff we could do,
2: guys. So yeah. uh, just like I said, we we appreciate it so much. We can, give us a listen, give us a follow. We can we email it.
3: you at three in the morning saying, hey. You up? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you up? Boy, hey, boy you up? Hey, you up? W Y D?
2: W Y D? I would, I would call the authorities so fast. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, we love you. We do. Yes, this we, is, this we, is we love nice. all of you that listen to us, and all the new people that will be listening to us. And shout out of- to y'all. And all of the people
3: that are listening to the to this, uh, fifteen years from now, uh, if if that if the world hasn't imploded, that's if the, if like, the internet if gonna... still exists, I don't know. Yeah, like, I
2: think we're going to be living underground in caves by that point. But that's just me. It, I don't mean to put a damper on things.
3: Anybody who's listening to this <laughs> on the laserdisc copies that I have surely made of it by this point, <laughs> uh, I've put this on laserdisc and distributed it to the underground trolls. <laughs> Uh, that now are 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 the main means of getting media throughout the tunnels.
2: It's going to breathe an exasperated sigh of relief, and on that note, I am going to bid everyone farewell. <laughs>
0: Goodbye, y'all.
2: Thank Bye. you for listening. Thank you. We love you,
3: and have a great week for sure. and year in life. Bye.
2: Later.